Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Z News with Wendy Williams this morning. Yeah, this is really sad news to hear this morning. Her team issued a statement yesterday saying she has frontotemporal dementia and also aphasia, which affects the ability to understand or express speech. Basically the same issues that Bruce Willis is dealing with right now. Mm. This news came a day after People Magazine ran a story saying Wendy is living in a facility under the control of a court-appointed guardian and her family has been shut out of her life. In light of this new statement, they're now saying that they had no idea about Wendy's diagnosis. Lifetime is airing a two-night docuseries called Where is Wendy Williams? starting tomorrow night on the show. Her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., says that doctors have linked her health issues to alcoholism. Well, that's very that's sad. sad. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know the story there as far as her familial re- relationships. Was she, had she fallen out with her family? You know, I don't remember either. I just remember her divorce being really ugly. Wild. Yeah. I met her years ago with her husband and he was kind of like her. I mean, when I met them at this particular event, um, he was definitely her manager kind of like telling her what to do the whole time. Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. it was like, you got to be here. You got to do this. She needs this, 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 and this. It was all very like he was in charge of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Wow. All right. Well, uh, a warning to all of you would-be thieves out there. Actress Hillary Swank is not an easy mark. Back in 2013, Hillary was living in Paris. And one day she was riding in a taxi, sitting in traffic, when a guy smashed the cab window. Oh, my God. Grabbed her purse and took off. Smashed the window? That's crazy. That is nuts. I've never even, that's the first time I've ever heard of anything like that. I suppose it could happen. Why not? Anyway, Hillary jumped out of the cab and took off after him. On The View yesterday, she was talking about it. She said, uh, she said she was, oh, she's most concerned about her passport. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, those are very hard to get, but hers was nice and thick, and she had added pages with all the places that she had ever traveled, and it was pretty meaningful to her, not just in an official capacity. Uh, The show had to wrap before she could finish the story, but it it does not sound like she got it back. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. Crazy. That's really scary. You know, you just don't know what you're going to do in a moment like that. Yeah, what are you going to do when, when you when catch you, up with them? Yeah, when you well, I mean, when you get your purse grabbed out of your hand, you know, do you will you just automatically go into chase mode like she did, or will you stand there and scream for help, or you know, what well, will your reaction be? Well, I was very fortunate. I I never got uh, pickpocketed or robbed when I lived in New York City. However, I witnessed it on more than one occasion, and. At least on one of those occasions, the person who had taken off had caught up with, it was a female perpetrator who was pretty fast, but he was pretty fast himself, caught up with her, and she, like, whipped around and just maced the guy. 
Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, so he's probably like not the first person to have chased her. So she sure. had that, you know, Back anticipating, up. right? Wow. So she still got away with all of his stuff and he got maced. Yes. Oh, my God. What did she steal from him? You know, and he, he was thinking, oh, I can catch this kid. Sure. You know, and it was just a while. He was walking around. He had khakis on and I saw her. She just must reached have spotted the bulge and it was in his front pocket, too. And she just reached in and grabbed it, grabbed it and took off. And, and you know, it took him a second before he realized and she's running away in front of him. And he took off after her and and uh yeah, him and there might have been like one or other, one or two other bystanders that kind of took chase as well. And then she turned around, she maced him, and everybody was like, "Whoa, all right, all right. Not- <laughs> that's insane." Never mind. Not into that. No. Oh, that's funny. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got a bunch of other stuff to. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Get you caught up on as well, including uh, the thank you that Drew Barrymore uh, bestowed upon the girls from the Facts of Life. We'll explain what that's all mm-hmm. about. Plus, Peter Frampton, our own Peter Frampton. I don't even think he lives here anymore. He did here for a while. Uh, talking about how he got tricked into making a movie. We'll explain as your e-news continues. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q1. According to CNN, Joe Biden's German Shepherd commander was involved in uh, far more biting incidents than was previously reported. Turns out commander bit Secret Service agents 24 times, which I mean, even OJ only struck twice. 24 times is a lot. Are we sure this was the dog and not Hunter turning into a werewolf? Because this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right, we should see some sun before the day is out. But uh, there is a possibility of some rain and snow overnight with a little dusting. That's about it. Not a big deal. Right now, 45 at Q102. All right. So Kevin Hart has a great writer. This is, if you're not familiar with writers, comedians and musicians, they ask for crazy stuff in their tour writers. Writer as in R-I-D-E-R. R-I-D-E-R. So. That's not, the Mariah, not a comedy writer. R- exactly. That's, a writer. It's like Mariah Carey saying, I want only white M&Ms in my room when I arrive. And somebody wanted rose petals in their toilet. That I was remember. Barbara Streisand. Was that Barbara Streisand? I think so. So, you know, crazy stuff like that. Remember, Stuff Beyonce like was the one that was like the diva. She took a new toilet everywhere she went. Yeah, remember she they needed made a them, brand new toilet. They made her in, they made them install a new toilet every yeah. time. Yes, I mean it would. I, I just, I'm so curious if I had that kind of power and influence, what choices would I make, and would I make them because I'm, you know, 
this big famous person and this is just how I choose to rule the world? Or would I do it like, you think they'll actually do this if I, <laughs> you know, what's the craziest, weirdest, wackiest thing I can ask for? And let's see if they do it. How about two sets of washer dryers and an elevator? <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Shut up. Jeff. Yeah, but she's paying for that. <laughs> That's true. Oh, That's okay. true. I didn't These make any These are complimentary. Yes. Yeah. What about a four-corner Jets pizza? Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really hungry right now. You need one that of each so flavor, good. though. Like, getting the pizza isn't the thing. It's, you know, can you cut the crust into a triangle for each piece that I'm eating? Or yeah. I want to cut into 74 bites yeah. of equal... <laughs> Yeah, it's gotta it be must some all be equal. It's got to be a little goofy, elaborate presentation. Yeah, getting a pizza yeah. is not that big of a deal, but making it look like a yeah. rose. There you uh-huh. go. Yeah. Well, Kevin Hart wasn't super demanding on his recent reality check tour. His writer contained pretty basic stuff, aside from the four man-scented candles that are listed under the heading "very important." There is one thing that kind of sticks out, though. Man-scented candles? Man-scented candles. Four of them, very important. Okay. Kevin demands that there not be any traffic on his way to or from the venue. He's going to be here uh, March 16th and 17th at uh, Andrew J. Brady. Well, you know what? Don't go anywhere near the uh, venue because... Don't go anywhere near downtown. According to his rider, he can't have any traffic. No, wait a minute. From where to the venue? Well, this is what the writer states. Under no circumstances are vehicles to be allowed to encounter any delays due to traffic. Obviously, the venue can't control that, but the cops can. Here's the quote. Police escorts must be arranged in order to facilitate artist vehicles arrival to and departure from the venue. Escort must be empowered to route vehicles through any potential traffic delay. Wow. And while they come in handy for traffic issues, the writer states that police are not welcome in the backstage dressing room hallway, front of house mixed position, or in front of the stage. Come on. They are also not allowed to search guests as they enter the building. What? Well, let's see. What if, what if, um, first of all, what would that cost? And... Could you get a discount if you do let them hang out backstage? If you give them passes. I mean, I, I, I would know. think, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having the cops hang out backstage, I'm take guessing, selfies with. Well, well the I'm venue guessing he already doesn't would want have security. them there because he's probably, there's probably drugs back there. Or pot smoking. Is my guess. Oh. Pot or who knows well, what else. Some people just don't like the presence of law sure. enforcement. But I yeah, would but, guess there's um, something. It's not that big of a deal to do this. In, like in Cincinnati, I feel like they do police escorts all the time from like the Cincinnati Hotel down to the stadium. Like when the players for the Bengals game, because we tailgate down around where they take the visiting team in and out. And they have a police escort for every bus. And they just bring them down from like Fifth Street down to downtown. Yeah. What's the rate? What's that rate? How much you case, gonna, case like we ever decide Joe we Blow. want that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can high pri- you hire private you private security. They ain't getting that for free. But, uh-uh. Oh no, you know? no, interesting. Yeah, right. Hmm. All right. Well, if you're into movies, there is a company looking to pay someone a couple thousand dollars to watch all ten of the best picture nominees this year. Uh, they will also gift you a 65 inch 4K TV. Whoa. A $500 DoorDash gift card for snacks. Nice. And a police escort. Look at that. I like it. (laughs) They don't have a police escort. No, there's no police escort. (laughs) But all the other stuff you would get. 
After watching the films, whoever they choose will have to predict the Oscar winners for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. Uh, they'll also have to rate each film on different criteria like creativity, its ability to evoke emotion, and memorability. <laughs> memorability. I think now, this have sounds you seen good for you. 10? Have you seen all 10 yet? I believe I've seen eight of the 10. The ones yeah. I have not seen are Poor Things and The Zone of Interest. All right. So do you, do you have a pick? Oh, gosh. Okay, let's look. Best picture. What do I think? Oh, wait, no. I've seen seven of the ten. I've not seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet. So... So what are they? Read who I they think are. it's going to be Killian Murphy for best actor for Oppenheimer. All right, so here they are. Number one, American Fiction. Saw it. Very good. Very funny. Don't think it'll win anything. But it might. I could be wrong. Uh, number two, Anatomy of a Fall. Liked it. Not sure it'll win anything. Uh, maybe best foreign film. Uh, number three, Barbie. Loved it. It's not going to win the best Oscar. Don't know that it's going to win anything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number four, The Holdovers. Now, that evoked emotion. That was good. That's with uh, Paul Giamatti. I like that. That might win something. Uh, I still need to see Killers of the Flower Moon. That was number five. Maestro, best actor. Best director, Bradley Cooper's amazing. Okay. he's. I, I'm about halfway through that one. That's I, my personal pick. Yeah. I'm going for Maestro. I stopped watching. I've, I've been watching it in sections, but he looks almost unrecognizable sometimes, and his accent is amazing. Oh, my amazing. God. It's so freaking good. Yeah. And, and, you know, the makeup job they do, like, the, the way they aged him, and they do these really intense close-ups. Yeah. You, uh, I... You know the story of how I walked into that movie not having any idea what it was because I, I couldn't go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just happened to be starting at the time that I walked into the movie theater, had no idea what it was, sat down, didn't even know that it was Bradley Cooper until mm -hmm. I figured it out about 20 minutes in. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, he has this nose prosthetic that makes him not look like Bradley Cooper at right, all. Right, but between that and, like, the pores on his face, it was yeah. just, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, I think you should win Best Actor. Mm -hmm. And it, just from what it took for him to pull that role off and all the technicals that go along with and it. And he was doing yeah. it for six years. I mean, it's been years yeah. of him I don't see how practicing you don't give that to and, him. Yeah. But the, the thing is, they've been given this Killian Murphy guy, the, the actor, the main character in Oppenheimer, Everything. all these awards. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying he wasn't great, but I just think Bradley Cooper deserves it. Yeah. Uh, past lives. Oh, my God. Did that evoke emotion? I just don't know that it'll what I, I don't know that it'll win. I don't think it when you put it up next to like an Oppenheimer. I don't think they're going to pick that over Oppenheimer. I feel right. like just the hype of Oppenheimer. People have to vote for it or yeah. they feel like they have to. Although I did see it. It's a very good movie. Uh, and then Poor Things I've Not Seen. That's the one with Emma Stone. And I am less familiar with The Zone of Interest. That's going to be I the one that, that wins either. because it's going to be the right. one that you're yeah, the one that no one's seen. Yeah. Yeah. The Zone of Interest. The Zone of Interest. The Oscars air live on Sunday, March 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern on, AB on ABC. That sounds like the cone of what do, we, <laughs> what do they call it? Oh, the, the cone of uncertainty. The cone, of, the cone of, yeah. What is that? 
It's like hurricanes. Yes, you know? exactly. Uh, let's total- take a look at the cone of uncertainty. The path of totality. And then there's the path of totality. Yeah, yeah there's both. We got a cone and a path and then this movie. Maybe it's something like that. Is it a weather movie? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, I think it's really serious. It yeah. is. Is it? About yeah, I was just an Auschwitz commandant, oh. Rudolf Haas and his wife, Hedwig, strive to build a dream team for their family in the house and garden beside the base camp. That's they literally right. live right next they door do. to Auschwitz. Okay, so I, yes, I saw someone being interviewed about this, and this is all based on a real story. There was this house right next to the concentration camp, and it's about the family that lived in that house. Trying to create some kind of normal, Normalcy. happy life for themselves next yeah. to all of this. Knowing what's See, going that on. is going to win. That is going to win. Yep. It might. Yep, it of course. Might. The one I haven't seen is going to win. Well, you better get on it. You got time. Will I know, you, but I feel like you got to be in a certain frame of mind going into yeah. that. Will you try to watch the remainder, remaining three that you have on the list before the, what is it, March 3rd, you said? Probably. Yeah, I heard Emma Stone is a serious contender for best actress for poor yeah. things. I think they got to give it to what's her name, though, Maestro, the guy, the female. I can't remember her name. Oh, Carrie. Carrie uh, God. What's her face? Yeah, yeah she's so good. God, I love her. <sighs> she's our modern day Catherine Hepburn, you know. Is that what they say? That's what I her. say. Oh, oh, she's stunning. She like just has that. the elegance yeah. and grace and beauty. And oh, mm-hmm. she's just, just classic. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. All right. So she's you, so good. I can't remember her name. I know, exactly. <laughs> but that's not, that doesn't mean Mulligan. anything. Mulligan. <laughs> Mulligan. Carrie I didn't Mulligan. even have to look it up. I just knew it would come to me. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. She's married to uh, the, yes. the guy. You from know, that band. <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad. That what singer guy. That? Dude. <laughs> she's married to the guy from Mumford and Right. Sons. There you With go. The banjo. I'm just yes. waiting to see if it'll come to him before it comes to She's me. She's married to the guy <laughs> from Mumford and Sons. The Mumford of Mumford. Is he and Mumford? Sons. Yeah. Yeah. And and she's known him yeah. since like they were 13 years old. She met him at like summer camp or something. Yes. Oh, they were really? childhood friends. Yeah. They would write letters well, back funny. and forth to each other. Isn't that sweet? That is really sweet. Yeah. And she's like super besties with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, she's living a good life. Yeah. She's done all right. Yeah. Okay, so if you're a fan of Yellowstone and reality TV, Peacock has the show for you. It's called the McBee Dynasty Real American Cowboys. It's about a real-life ranch family. Okay. That could be fun. The McBee family runs a ranch and a cattle business in rural Missouri. Their business is at risk of financial ruin, while they also hope to expand. There's also sibling drama between brothers who all want to take over control of the ranch from their father. The official series description promises a, quote, roller coaster ride of ambition and betrayal. You might recognize the oldest son, Stephen, from the series Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer, which aired on Fox in 2022. The McD Dynasty premieres Monday, March 11th. All episodes will be available to stream on Peacock. But if you're more old school, you can catch it on the USA Network with episodes airing weekly. Mm. <laughs> I have some reality show news. Ooh. Nice. What is it? <laughs> no lie. Last night, 7.06 p.m., I shot off an email to the producers and casting directors for Love on the Spectrum. Oh, Yay! yeah. You love that show. I do. For Jacob and his best friend, Andrew. Did I'm they get se- cast? I'm selling them as a pair. Oh. One hour and 17 minutes later, I get an email back. 
and they want to schedule interviews with both Yay! of them. Wow. Oh my gosh, Love I that. hope they make it. That's Can great. Can you imagine? That's one of my favorite shows to watch. It's on Netflix. There's mm-hmm. two separate, it's kicked off with an Australian season and Mm -hmm. then now they have two seasons in the u.s which i just love yep and they're they're casting (gasps) i sure hope they get on there well they want to meet with them friday great friday so we're trying to get andrew here and get it all kind of organized so they can do it together oh my gosh next time i want a meeting i'm calling jan i'm gonna have her do it (laughs) Just How would you feel though as a mom? I'm like, if, oh my god! If they well, pair Jacob up with like the the little girl that is so horny all the time. Oh my god! I I have no idea. <laughs> this is all so. Her name's just, Danielle. Yeah. I mean, my Danny. god! Six months ago, the, the, the dating wasn't even on the radar, and then to find out that yeah, he actually does want to date and he wants to get married and he wants to date somebody like his mom, you know, and he just like, I'm living a very out of body experience. <laughs> That's so exciting. I just don't even know how else to. Yes. Exactly. I hope he does. Describe I love it. He, but. um, they, I mean, there are couples that they've put together that are still oh, yeah. dating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, how fun. So it'd be cool uh, if they, you yeah, know. Yeah, do they have a better track record than The Bachelor? <laughs> I don't know. They, they might. They do have one couple that is married. They got married uh-huh. via the show. And then in season two, there's a couple from season one that is still dating that they kind of watch them kind of, you an know, eye and see go on a little on vacation together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Wow, you're making stuff happy. You're like left. I mean, there is stuff just going. Glenn better right. watch out. <laughs> That's you're your you're gonna open up your own artist agency <laughs> I don't over here. Know what I'm gonna do. That's but, so yeah. exciting. It was, it, it was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, I sure hope. But yeah, a week fingers from today. crossed a week they get from on today. there. Yeah, if we can get you know, they're flexible with the times, but that was the one that they proposed. And if we can make it happen, we will. If not, we'll figure out something else. But yeah. I mean, an hour and 17 minutes later, I heard They were back. just waiting yeah, for you. That's just crazy. That's unheard of for Hollywood, it's for crazy. sure. I'll have to show you what I wrote. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yay. I know. Crazy. Uh, Drew Barrymore celebrated her 49th birthday on her show yesterday and got a surprise reunion from stars of The Facts of Life. Of all shows. Remember that show? Of you course. Good, you Judy. Bad, you you them them and Blair. Facts of life. As a young girl, I wanted to be Blair because, you know, she was so pretty. Blair played by Lisa Welchel. She was there. So was Nancy Joe McKeon. Uh, Mindy Kahn, who played Natalie. They all reunited to wish her a happy oh, yeah. birthday. And Drew gushed while telling him how much they and the show meant to her as a kid watching her growing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw myself with you guys because you were raising yourselves, you were raising each other, and it made more sense to the life I was living than any other environment because it was the day and age of television. What I was learning was to be a strong, independent female who could take care of themselves and value female friendship and know that there was someone there who was watching out for them, Mrs. Garrett. That was my life. I wanted so badly to be with you guys, and you gave me a blueprint that made my life feel better to me Aww. in every sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, if you don't know Drew's story, you know, part of the reason, and she kind of goes into it a little bit there, as you just heard, but she she identified so much with that show because she did not have a traditional two-parent household. and Her childhood was jacked up. It was pretty jacked up. She had a lot of crazy things that... Wasn't you wouldn't she wish like, on any child. Uh, right. Tried to like, what is that called? When Emancipate. You, yeah, when she was like 10, like really young. I think young, she did, right? didn't she? Wasn't she emancipated? I don't remember, but I just know that she went through a lot in terms yeah. of drugs and alcohol and she saw, saw way things. too much at a young yeah, way age. Way too much. Yeah. Yeah. So happy for her. Yeah. Happy for how she turned out. Yeah, no kidding. Because yeah. it could have been bad like it is so so frequently. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for now. We get a bunch of other stuff we're going to get to here after 7 o'clock, but we also want to get to Faker for Real because uh, it's a little game we play every day right around this time. We give you three headlines. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. And if you can guess the real headline, we're going to set up the winner with a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show, which is happening, I think, this weekend and next, right? Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. At the Duke Energy Center. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.